0: Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Arby's, Overhead Door, Lewis Drug, Great Life Health and Fitness, and Fireplace Pros. And welcome back
1: to Calling All Sports. I'm your host, Mark Ovenden. Great to be with you today. A little chilly outside, but it's supposed to warm up, which is a good thing. Uh, and chilly's is the time of year we think about hockey anyway. So our next guest is the head coach of the Brookings Rangers and, uh, I'm going to ask you to pronounce your last name, just not for me, uh, but for everybody else, because I'm curious, Justin. I, you know, Ovenden's been butchered over the years a lot. Overton, Overdone, all kinds of funny ones. I'm guessing yours gets just, just gets clobbered, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh, I
0: know. oh, yeah. Kurt Cable is what I've been told when I was younger, so I'm going with that on that side. Um, uh, heard it in many different ways. Doesn't offend me, uh, just the way it goes, so, uh, one of those things, yeah, you know how it, go, you know, how it goes, and uh, people can say what they want. And they usually just call me Kirch anyway, so it's a little
1: <laughs> bit more simple. And that's the way it goes. Uh, it's all in the tone of the voice, right? It, you know, remember Steve Steve Martin with his dog? Yeah, we won't we won't, we won't we won't repeat what he called his dog, but if you say it in the right tone of voice, they're happy to see you and they run and jump on you. Yes, yes,
0: sir, that is correct. All right, so it
1: sounds like you're a little horse. What's that from?
0: Uh, yeah, it was a little bit of a rowdy weekend on that side. I thought I, thought I had my voice trained, but uh, I, I guess I, I didn't think it was going to be that bad. And, yeah, I had some loud crowds and had to get a little bit louder, and uh, my voice is struggling this week a little bit.
1: Yeah, I, I. but what a great environment. I mean, to have that on your home rink with your fans, they get into it. Uh, if if you've got to be a little hoarse from that, that's not a bad thing.
0: No, yeah, it was a great, I mean, it was of the state tournament I've been a part of. I've probably been to, you know, 10, 12 of them at least on that side. And I think it was the, most we've, the biggest crowd we've probably had. And, you know, Sioux Falls brought a great crowd. It was a great team. They were undefeated uh, was in Brooklyn, So in the past two years, it's been in Sioux Falls. So it's kind of been back and forth, and they, they, everybody was ready for it. And it, it was a hostile environment, but a fun environment as well. So.
1: Well, how much do you think it helped your guys being on your home ice?
0: And that's crazy. I mean it just one of the, like we're a smaller community but it was just awesome to see the backing. We had uh we used the great recruiting tool for the following year and uh we were happier than Birkin to showcase our rink. We just got a million dollars uh upgrade and, you know, performance center that uh just got finished, and we're excited to showcase that as well. So uh, we have some th- synthetic ice, some weights, and uh, a little uh, sweet up top, too. So uh, we're upgrading here um, as we go, and it's getting better, but we'd love to showcase that from the state of
1: South Dakota. Darn it. I should have come over. I was at the Swiftel Center on Saturday morning. My granddaughter was in a,
0: a dance competition. Me, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and, and I walked in, and the guys looked at me and went, you sure you're in the right place? <laughs> yes i am here for my granddaughter <laughs> yeah, it right a, it a,
0: yeah it was a packed little area for sure oh I my was gosh the Rick 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 there, yeah
1: yeah there were there were thousands of little girls doing their thing it was pretty impressive actually they're very good athletes
0: oh i know i mean i had to go to two of them and um yeah, open my eyes and open the door for a little bit different on that side i got a, Stepdaughter on that um, ride, she too, and she's got some friends that are in cheer too. So, yeah, it's a great event, and uh, I'm I'm glad they do it in Brookings too.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was quite a weekend. All right, so let's talk a little bit about the fact that you were taking on, you know, the Flyers. You guys had played two previous times, is that right? You'd lost by a goal, and you'd tied them.
0: Yep, and then we played in Minnetonka. We actually went to a tournament in Minnesota and ended up playing two falls in the championship, and that one we lost to them in a shootout. So it was a, we were basically 1 1 1 and 1 against them all year. So it was, it was a, uh, a good matchup for everybody.
1: So are your games that you have during the regular season, do you not go to a shootout? Nope,
0: we just do overtime. So just 10 minutes overtime on that side. They're yeah, a little bit old school. We actually have, we have a little. Different or something that's going to be proposed at the next state meeting to have a little bit different after the overtime, like you said. But yeah, you just have a ten-minute overtime and it ends like that, so it's a little bit tough on, on the fans and the players.
1: Huh? Yeah, you hate to. It's like kissing your sister. You don't. Yeah. You don't oh, want to I end know. up
0: that's with it. a tie, right? I didn't. I didn't know if I wanted to say that on the radio, but yes, you are correct. It is like kissing your sister on that side. It's a terrible feeling for the players. So just the way, yeah, we're trying to get that changed a little bit.
1: Yeah. Well, anyway, it clear, clearly talks about how very, very even you guys were if you went 1-1-1 one, 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 and 1 during the whole season. I mean, you can't get any closer than that, but you played your best hockey at the right time. You would never have known from the way that game went on Sunday that the first three games had been, you know, a win, uh an overtime loss, and a in a shootout loss, you never would have known that because you scored the first five goals of the game. What was different?
0: Uh, you know, I think the boys were just ready to play the first game in Brookings and in Sioux Falls. They came out and took it to us. Minnetonk was a little bit different story. They had some great goaltending there, but they took it to us in the first period of those uh, two games. I mean, they have 15 seniors on their team this year, and they got they got great coaching, great uh Great goal pinning is just one of those things where we ended up, you know, that the state tournament, first goals, everything. And we, we stressed that all three games in the first five minutes, usually kind of dictate the pace. And we knew if we got down to them, it was going to be tough coming back. So it was, uh, it, it was one of those things where we had a game plan and the, and the boys stuck to it and got it done. So that was a big thing is getting them, uh, at chasing the team. Uh, they didn't have very many times that they were down all year. So you, you never know what the frustrations are going to be or how they're going to handle that and end up working out in our favor.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's just like Stanley Cup playoffs. The The games are different than the regular season. Um, I'm guessing if you get down two or three to nothing, you're really squeezing that stick, and then it's really hard to do what you do best.
0: Yeah, and then we got... They had a bunch of seniors and the one thing we had on was experience. Past two years, we played rapid in the championship and the year before that was a COVID year. So we knew none of these guys had been in the championship game, even though they were older seniors, all that stuff. We try to, you know, maximize our, our, strengths strength and and, and utilize our players for what they have and, and, and they have experience and we have, we have kids that just graduated that never lost a game in the state tournament. So, uh, it was pretty crazy, uh, thinking about that and, you know, but that's what we had on and we were trying to utilize it the best way we can.
1: Wow! I yeah. I guess when you say it like that, I know you've won three straight. But yeah, you're right. You got a lot of kids that never lost a game in postseason play. That's I when do you start feeling like you got a little dynasty going there? Because three straight's pretty impressive.
0: Yeah, no, I and mean, that's what, that's the best part about it. Um... The, 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 we have a bunch. Of, we only have you know four seniors in the varsity, and uh, we played. The, or one of our senior goalies uh played for the last two state championships. He was a little bit injured this past couple weeks, so we used our junior, and he uh, stepped up and did his job. And, and now he's got one too. So, and we have a you know a captain and a defenseman, but we were, we have a ton of guys. We won the Bannon State Championship last year, so we got a ton of guys ready to replace these guys. So it's it kind of it's kind of cool seeing that next man up mentality, and uh we're going to be very strong next year. We bring back. Uh, three of our four leading scorers in, on our team and in the state. They were the top four leading scores. So it should be a fun year next year as well.
1: Justin Kirkable is our guest. He is the Brookings Rangers boys hockey coach. Now, has this ever been done, that the girls won one weekend and the guys turned around and won the next in, from Brookings?
0: <laughs> no, it definitely hasn't been done in Brookings, I don't think. I'm, I might. They might have won in 2012. The last one that girls won in 2012, the boys might have, I can't remember the exact year, I thought it was 13, but it might have been 12, so it might have been done one other time. But other than that, uh, this is the first time in over a decade, so yeah. So how cool was that? It was, it's awesome because I mean obviously I'm the, I'm the head varsity coach but I'm also the hockey director in town so I have two hats that I have to wear and uh, kind of figure out you know how the best, it best suits our program and you know, uh, f- about five years ago we really took a, a big focus on our girls program and we wanted to get back to where we were. And, uh, we kind of started from the bottom and worked our way up, and we got a very young team, too, and, and they, they ended up taking control. They won the 14U state championship last year, and then they built in this year and won the varsity state championship. So we're excited for the future of both programs right now.
1: I'm, I'm guessing that rubs off on each other where, you know, the success of the boys program helps for the girls program to grow, too, doesn't
0: it? Yeah, I mean, the Sioux Falls team, I mean, they, they pull from a, they're the big region. They're not just, you know, Sioux Falls. They got 15 different high schools they pull from, but all of our kids are in one. So it's a, it's one of those things where they're around each other all the time. So and their locker rooms are you know pretty close to each other. So they see the the banners, they see the the pictures, they see all that. and They kind of push each other, and it's great to see. And our coaching staff on both sides really get along. Um, actually, our girls coach coached one of the boys' teams with, to a state championship. So we have great co- continuity all the way through uh, the levels that we have. And just we try to utilize like we talked about on the sides of our organization and make sure that you know we're one big family. So yeah, it was, it's been great.
1: Well, certainly, uh, you know, Brookings has lots to be proud of with their hockey, with both the, the girls and the boys winning the state championships and the boys winning their third straight. Do you coach based on who, what your talent is from year to year, or do you have a system that you like for the guys to plug into, or is it kind of a combination of both? How do you do it?
0: It, it, it's, it's combination. I mean, we gotta decide on certain levels when we're young. We're not really focused on state championships at the younger levels. We want to develop kids, challenge them all the way through, and then really hone in on that varsity level to you know, get at the pinnacle and, and make sure that we're, we're winning state championship at the top level. Um, and that, and that's one of our biggest things is we have a lot of structure in our program, but obviously you, uh, utilize what well, you have for players. I've been saying utilize a lot, but that we talked about how you have to understand what your players are and, and, and what best suits them, but at the same time have some sort of structure that they can they buy into. So uh, the boys and girls have a, a very similar program that we stick to, and uh, it's great to see the buy-in from the players, coaches, parents, volunteers, everybody.
1: Justin Kirkavil is our guest. He is the Brookings, actually,
0: director of hockey and also the boys coach. Where are you from? I'm from Brookings, actually. Um, okay. When, um, I started in Brookings, actually, I got drafted by the Sioux Falls Stampede and then went to um, Alaska Anchorage for my freshman year and then transferred out to Penn State for the first two years of D1 out there. And then I was hockey director up in Fargo for a couple years and then moved back down here when they created a position for Brookings. And, you know, I had to come back to my hometown and and, and build it back up to where it was. and, And we're excited where we're headed.
1: What was that like leaving home at such a young age?
0: Well, especially in Brooklyn, South Dakota, Um, I remember in South Dakota in general, and I was the first one to get drafted and leave and, and do all that thing. So it never, there, was, it never had been like a past, you know, history or somebody I could look up to, to go to, whatever. But it, it was awesome. I mean, my parents supported me the entire way, our, our community did at the same time. So I uh, moved away when I was 14 to Colorado and kind of moved all over the place after that, went to six different high schools, but it was a great experience. And it's something I wanted to bring back to these kids and be able to help them out and kind of lead them in the direction uh, they, they want to
1: go in life. So if you've got one of your younger players that's that's really good, I'm going to use Jackson Nelson at Laverne as an example, uh, where he missed his last couple of years playing with his buddies to go play in the USHL. If you got somebody like that, do you approach them about it? I mean, how does that discussion go?
0: Yeah, I mean, Jackson Nelson's a, he's a unicorn, in, you know, in Minnesota on that side for, he, he's one of those guys that's always been. Uh, but if they're that good, yes, go 100%. Where, uh, you know, and they're ready and you gotta get out, you can't hold them back. And so that's our biggest thing is knowing the right time and knowing the realistic, um, options with hockey being from South Dakota and playing in South Dakota what the the end goal is here. We're trying to develop athletes and, you know, young student athletes that understand and, and that prepare themselves for life on top of that. So we have a great program, a great, you know, uh, we always send guys wherever they need to go after. And, and both the big thing is we want to make, basically focus on what they're going to do when they're older. Cause that hockey ends at a certain time for everybody. And you got to have a backup plan. And you got to be ready to be successful in life. Right.
1: But somebody like Jackson or somebody like yourself, You go off to play USHL hockey, for example, you're doing that specifically to get a college scholarship and and hopefully more, but I mean, it's, it, whereas most of the guys on your team are, are having fun with their buddies, but they're, they're playing at a really high level, but they're doing it with their friends the same as they would high school football or high school basketball Mm -hmm. or any other sport.
0: Yeah, and like we talked about, I mean, there's there's only a few that come from South Dakota that have have that ability and that chance and that opportunity, which is great. Um, but we, we we like we talked about, we just want to develop them and give them the best route if they're ready for it, 100. percent Those kids will be gone. We have a couple kids gone playing AAA right now as well, and, and going to play juniors, and and they're, and they're working towards that goal. But so, you know a lot of them want to stay and hang out and and win state championships with their buddies and have a good time and. Have experiences that I, you know, I myself missed out on, so I don't fully understand, but I do understand what you don't want to miss out on, so.
1: Yeah, because I'm, and you do have to make, you do have to make uh, some sacrifices to do what you did.
0: Yes, yes, for sure. I mean, as we talked about, I went to six different high schools, um, with the two different colleges, I was at Alaska, which is on the west coast, and I was at Penn State on the east coast. I mean, missed out on a lot of stuff and a lot of family stuff too, but that's, that's the risk you take. And it was one of those things that we were talking about is you're, you're trying to get a college scholarship and that's the goal and, and did that. But it's just one of those things where you give and take for what you got and uh, realize that you're lucky to be doing what you're doing.
1: Yep. And never look back for sure, right? Yep. 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 Uh, how cool is it to see Walker Doer score his first goal in the NHL? First South Dakota kid. Oh, I know
0: it's crazy. I mean, and, and you know it is. I think his, his cousin Zeb Knudsen, you know, was playing for Mankato, and he was always working his way with him too. And like they went to they had a long route as well. They went to Russell Stover when I think they were 12 or 13 years old, and then he moved all over the place around too, and kind of did his thing and to see how much he persevered and battled through everything. And you know, he wasn't a big, big name, and he just worked hard all the time and ends up getting his shot and taking advantage of it. And now he's making his making a name for himself.
1: Right. Well, he'd actually, and plus the fact he'd gone away. And so we yeah. didn't, we didn't hear his name much when he was in high school.
0: No, he didn't hear his name at all until, I mean, he was in college, he was at Mankato, and he was, he was a, a very strong, powerful forward, and that's what he, you know, he utilized his strengths and, and did his job and took advantage, and now he's, you know, like I said, making a name for himself in the NHL. So, Justin, how rewarding has
1: it been for you to come back to your hometown and build this program yeah. to where it's at now?
0: Uh, that was my biggest goal. Um, when I when I left when I was younger, we, I was am the, the first full time hockey director in Brookings. Um, that was my big thing. You know, we I, we won the last time we won three state championships in a row was when I was when I was a player, and then I went away and did my thing and and, and came back and I coached for a year. Then I went up to Fargo and got hired as a hockey director up there, and I really just wanted to come back and you, you have the you know your heart in the program. It's one of those things where I've always been a ranger and you always think about the kid that you you know you that were watching you and you want to coach them and, and build them up and make sure that they're doing the right things and, and not get taken advantage of in the hockey world or and and have the the leadership and whatever you guys want to ask questions you can ask me and we'll figure it out and I'll help these guys but there's just that connection that you always have to your hometown and I'm, I'm glad and it's an honor and it's a dream to be you know coaching and, and be able to have a, as a full-time job.
1: Alright, so ironically, you know, you win a state ti- <clears throat> win a state title. You've still got some games left, don't you?
0: Yeah, we're going to Nationals. And why is that in Minnesota? So we're in the high school Division one. It's a peer division. Um, it's everybody from the same high school, they have three different divisions of Nationals, a uh, peer combined, and then a prep league. So um, yeah, we're going to go represent South Dakota in, in that division. And we've got three games coming up next week, and then we'll see where we go. We've been there the past three years. Uh, two years we made it to the uh, quarterfinals, and then one year we made it to the semifinals. So now we're uh, looking to uh, make a little bit bigger name for ourselves.
1: Now, uh, you said you had had girls at the uh, at the dance competition, cheer and dance competition.
0: Oh, uh, no, I, uh, I my stepdaughter has, has friends that were there, so we stopped there a couple gotcha. times and, and checked out. Yep.
1: Okay. I right, So, how as you look at at the growth of hockey in in Brookings, your hometown? Um, and, and see how many kids were there. I'm talking little kids at the state tournament wearing Rangers jerseys.
0: I think that was the best part. I mean, I think we have a video of you know kids in the in the hallway that we do a pregame you know ritual that we do where the kids skate around and one guy jumps up on the on the crowd on the net and you know to see these kids doing the same thing all running around and they they have kids at the net and they're and they're jumping on top of each other too. Just just shows these guys. You know, that it's, it's, it's bigger than them and and they're leading the example for these younger kids and and they want to be them. And so that's the best, the best thing about having an organization our size is, sorry, is the culture that we have and how small it is and everybody knows each other. These guys go and coach the youngest level of kids twice a week. So I'm there around them all the time. And so these guys are their heroes, and it's just one of those things where you can't duplicate that at very many organizations. With it, you know, Super Bowl is a huge organization. That's tough. That's that's a, that's a thousand people. We have two hundred, so we're like a big or a big family here, and we take pride in that. And that's how we grow our game and grow our organization and and have the culture that we have.
1: Gosh, that's just right where you want it to be. All right, last question. Then I'll let you go. Rest your voice. Yep. <laughs> uh, uh, any Any kids on this team that this meant extra to you? to see them be a part of the team that won the state championship and I'm not talking about the stars I'm talking about somebody that's maybe worked really hard and helped the stars become stars and maybe played a very unselfish game of hockey throughout their career
0: it's cool cuz we have some some stories I mean two of two of my coaches played for me they're my caps my first years I was there Then I moved away and came back and now they're coaching with me. And so one of them actually has a brother on the team and it it was cool because, you know, I was around when they were, when I was playing, they were just little tights watching me run around play hockey and I was, you know, trying to help them out all the way through. And now they're going to be, you know, leading our team the next couple of years. And uh, it's cool to see adult coaching staff like that, but a guy like Isaac Schulte, uh, a third-line guy, that's just always been a third-line guy for the past three years and, you know, accepted his role, picked up guys. And he's a 4.3, you know, GPA student, and he's a very smart kid and just one of those things where he ex- completely excelled and. Being a leader, helping out young guys and really, you know, showing this group together. Cause a free beat, you're going to have different groups of kids and it's, it's, you're not going to have the same group that you started with. The back to back is one thing, but obviously you're going to have some different players in the third one. So he really made them realize what our culture is about and, and, and make sure that everybody was held accountable. So it's those guys, the, the glue guys that really bring a team together and decide if you're going to win a state championship. It's, you know, the top players are always going to be the top players. It's those guys that are going to be, make the difference in deciding how your
1: year going to end. Justin, congratulations! Uh, get some voice rest, and uh, we'll talk. Yeah. We'll talk again. We'll talk again probably next year. Hopefully,
0: hopefully we'll do it again.
1: Uh, All right, thanks. Thanks, thanks, thanks a bunch. So you to bet. you. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender, insurance and trust not FDIC Insured. Meet my good buddy Greg Gold, CEO of Hague Realtors and father of some terrific athletes. Greg, how long has Hague been around? Mark, we've been around over 75 years and we have over 200 licensed agents who are all really good at helping their clients with their real estate needs, whether buying, selling, or both. And you have several locations, right? Yep. We're in Sioux Falls, Brandon, Garretson, Hartford, all over the Sioux Empire, and even out in the Black Hills. You guys do such an amazing job, and you also have some terrific personalities who are a blast to be around and work with. Every day is fun at Hague. We sold over 4,000 properties last year worth over a billion dollars. Right. That's how good our people are. That is impressive. In sports terms, you've built a dynasty, kind of like those Lincoln tennis teams. Your contact info, great. It's simple, Mark. Go to Hague.com, find the agent you want to work with. We're Heg Realtors since 1945. Penny Kleindienst is an interior designer. So when Eric and Becky Roskop hired Simply Perfect to update their dream home, she knew where to turn. The experts at Fireplace Pros have a wide variety of heat and glow and heat later fireplaces to choose from. And they hit a home run with a contemporary fireplace they chose together.
0: They always help me come up with the perfect fireplace that makes all the difference in the way a home looks and feels.
1: Our gas fireplaces and inserts from Heat and & Glow and heat later are the best in the business. You can stop in and see the region's largest showroom or visit us on the web at fireplaceprofessionals.com and get a virtual tour. We have almost 100 Heat and & Glow and heat Lator models on display and even more in stock. If you ever need advice, just call 339-0775 or better yet, stop in and see us. We're Fireplace Pros, 1217 West 41st Street, Sioux Falls. Just like Becky and Eric, you're going to love the way your home feels.
0: Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Sanford Health, Rosenbauer, Vance Thompson Vision, Dakota Bank, Haig Realtors, and Comfort King.
1: And welcome back to the show. It's been a fun show today with Sean Duffy. Remember, it is... National Athletic Trainer Month, so thank anybody that you know that's an athletic trainer. It's kind of a thankless job to some degree, and uh, those guys work so hard. And I say guys. I'm talking about men and women. I'm an East Coast person. Guys is all-encompassing. Um, and how about how about the Brookings Hockey Program? Justin Kirkeville was our guest here. The, the He's not only the boys' coach, but he's director of hockey for the first time, That they've had that position in Brookings, and the boys and the girls both won state titles. That is incredible. Almost as incredible as Arby's. Uh, Are you hungry? I'm going to talk about Arby's, and I'm going to make you hungry. You know, whether it's the roast beef sandwich or the curly fries or the shakes or the treats or whatever, uh, they've got it for you. Uh, Stop by Arby's. They will absolutely. Make your day all that much better. Again, a reminder that Mike will be here tomorrow and Friday. We've got a best of on Thursday. I'll talk again to you next week. Thanks for listening.